0: Hi, lovely lady. Welcome to 500 Seconds to Joy. I am your host, Stephanie Clarice, and this is a short, encouraging podcast for moms who want to love God, love his holy word, and love their family. How does that sound? Are you ready to start your 500 Seconds to Joy? Then let's dive into today's episode. Hi there. Welcome to 500 Seconds to Joy. I'm your host, Stephanie. I'm joined by another podcaster today. Suzanne Billadou, She is the host of the podcast Latte & Laundry. Latte & Laundry is one of those podcasts that I listen to quite often, pretty much every week. I really look forward to her episodes and Suzanne's whole mission behind Latte & Laundry is this idea of Martha and Mary uh, Martha is the laundry part of it, and Mary is the latte part of it. You know, sitting with God at his feet and in the stillness, having your latte, sipping your coffee, and just being. And then the doing part of our lives, which is most of it, right? If if you're a young mom like me, most of our life is doing. And that is Martha, who was busy serving um in the gospel story of Martha and Mary, which most of us know, right? Um, If you don't know it, I definitely encourage you to go to Luke and it is in chapter 10 of the gospel of Luke verses 38 to 42. Um, And so Suzanne on her podcast, the whole goal is to really think about how to live in the world as Martha and Mary, because as moms, we're always doing. So the laundry part of our life, and then we want to be with God too, the latte part. And how do we do that? How do we do both? And this push pull of Martha and Mary, this idea really intrigued me. And so I thought I'd invite Suzanne on the podcast to talk about this idea of doing versus being, you know, why does God, Jesus, say sitting at his feet is like the better part. What what how does that work as a mom, right? <laughs> Suzanne has a really good answer to that question. I just love it so much. But before we hear from Suzanne, I want to read our verse of the week. This is 1 Samuel chapter 16 verse 7. But the Lord said to Samuel, "Do not look on his appearance or on the height of his stature, because I have rejected him." For the Lord sees not as man sees; man looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. And this verse is talking about when David is anointed as king, and Samuel, um, the Lord said to Samuel, "You know, go anoint um, David." And um, and I think David, uh, Samuel was surprised by David's appearance because he's a shepherd boy and he doesn't look big and strong like a king, right? Um, But God is seeing his heart. And so God sees your heart and we're gonna talk about that, Suzanne and I are. And I really encourage you, if you like my podcast, go check out Suzanne's podcast, Latte and Laundry. She is a just lovely Catholic mom and wife and she has six little kids and she's homeschooling and just... She and I connect and are similar in so many ways. So again, if you like my podcast, you're going to love hers too. Um, truly, I am a, an avid listener. And I think that's about everything I want to say. I'm really, really excited for you to listen in because I just absolutely loved this conversation with Suzanne. It was such a blessing. And I pray that listening is a blessing to you and to your family because you are truly the heart of your home, mom, friend, you really are. And so what you take in and what you bring to your family life is going to spill out and it's so important. So I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad you're listening. And let's get into today's conversation with Suzanne Billadou from Latte & Laundry. Hey, Suzanne, welcome to the podcast. (laughs) Hi, Stephanie. I'm so happy to be here. (laughs) I'm just honored to have you. It's seriously a joy. I love chatting with you before we click record. And you all know that us uh, podcasters do that, right? (laughs) (laughs) We talk for a while before we record. Um, And I just, yeah, love chatting with you. And Suzanne, everybody, is a fellow podcaster. She has latte and laundry. And let's just get right into it because – We're going to be talking about Martha and Mary, this push-pull of doing versus being. How do we live in both of these spaces in motherhood? Because Mm. Jesus says in the gospel, Luke chapter 10, verses 38 to 42, he says that Mary has chosen the good portion. She has chosen the better part. Mm. So let's just start with that because that is hard for me sometimes, to be honest, um, why does he call the being the sitting at his feet the better part? Why why do you think that is, Suzanne? And and what does that
1: this mean for our, our vocation of wifehood and motherhood? Okay, so I love if I love the Mar- the Martha Mary dynamic. I love this Bible passage. In fact, like this was honestly what um, inspired like what God had flowing through my heart with that inspired latte and laundry because Let's be real, Stephanie. To be honest, I struggle also with this. I, yes. sitting in with God. Really, I was praying with God once, really struggling, going, look at God. I know you want me to be still at your feet, but I am not some cloistered nun. I am not um, hiding away and in, in giving my life to you in that way. I don't get the opportunity to sit with three hours a day or five hours a day. Honestly, though, I'll tell you, I'm so on fire for Jesus that in another, in another lifetime, I would love to sit for three or five hours um, completely devoted in prayer, but this is not the vocation that he's led me to. Here I am, mama, wife. Like This is what God led me to. I am here, so I know it is in your will that I am tending to the needs of my children, to the needs of my spouse, to the needs of the daily duties, the diaper wiping, the dishes, the laundry, all of the above. So if this is where you've led me and this is the vocation that you have called me to, to best glorify you, then how is it that at the same time you want me to be still at your feet? And this is like what the whole mission of Latte and Laundry was, was for me to like explore and journey towards this idea of how do we still ourselves while moving? And I think, um, when I started like really praying through this in the beginning of just this, this heart prayer in my own heart and really exploring the gospels and stuff, I really think that we often misunderstand, um, this Bible passage, or we misunderstand the greater meaning at hand. Because I think often, and maybe you would agree that Martha gets a really bad rap. Like yes, she I'm, does. I'm, yeah, right. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of us that go off and going, like, oh no, I'm being Martha again, right? And but let's she's a saint. For, <laughs> yeah, she's a she's a saint. And first and foremost, like one of my favorite things about this Bible um passage. Um, And yes, I know he knew Martha, Mary, and Lazarus, and he was close with these these three siblings. But they say, like, when Jesus entered a village, Martha welcomed her into her house. Like, just like that, there was no warning. There was no text messages. There was no cell phones of, hey, by the way, the God of the world is coming, so clean up your house and get orderly. Like, she just opened her home, let him in. So right there, like, we already could see what a heart Martha had, right? right? But I think what happened that we often, like, lose track of and lose sight of is it wasn't that Martha was doing all the things because to be honest, Stephanie, like right now in both of our seasons of life, God is asking us to do like actually be active and do all the time. We're both homeschooling mamas of lots of little babes. You're pregnant with your next. We don't really, he hasn't afforded us for the most portion, the biggest portion of our days to do anything less of doing, if you will. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So he wasn't, I really think Martha is wrongly given this bad rap of like, well, she was just doing work and not sitting at his feet. I think the bigger thing that Jesus was really calling her out on was her disordered heart in that moment. Mm -hmm. Rather than doing, sweeping, sweeping, cooking, whatever it was that she was preparing in her home for, for Jesus and the disciples, instead of doing that with her eyes fixed, gazed, locked in on, ears open to her savior, Jesus himself, she started to like get really riled up and um, focused her heart disordered in a disordered way on what she felt was an injustice in the moment wait a minute, this isn't fair. My sister's sitting and relaxing Jesus. I want to sit and relax. Call her out on it, right? And he's Mm -hmm. like, whoa, 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 Martha, Martha, like you're distracted and anxious and worried about many things. Like Mm -hmm. the only thing, there's only one thing necessary and Mary has chosen it. And I don't think what Mary chose by literally sitting at his feet and listening is what he was honing in on. I think it was that Mary's heart was locked on him. She wasn't paying attention to whether the meals were getting cooked. She wasn't paying attention to if her sister was going to get all the praise for, for cooking and serving. And everyone was going to applaud Martha. She wasn't focused on that. She was focused on Jesus. And that's where Jesus is, is, is calling Martha out. And I think it's such an important lesson to all of us because I'm probably not going to have a lot of time to quite literally sit at his feet. So I, I, I like, I caveat that with, I do really think if you can get quiet time in, it is really important. So, waking up before yes. the babies wake up. And that is a priority for me because I do think that there's a stillness that's important. But one of the things that I think um, one of my favorite Bible verses is Psalm 46 10, right? Yeah, Be still me too. and know. Okay, right? Be still yeah. and know that I'm, I am God. And for so much of my life, I looked at that Bible verse of like, know that I'm God. And I'm like, yeah, 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 I'm good. I know you're God. Like I already believe, so I don't need to worry about this one. With and I I've so frequently overlooked two really important words, which I think we all overlook overlook frequently, which is be still. Like he didn't say like, keep doing and know I'm God. He said, be still. And I think that's the inner stillness, right? This inner stillness of stilling ourselves yeah. in him, even while we're doing. Like pre. Being present to him, talking to him, praying with him, conversing with him while you're washing the dishes. Your toddler's having a meltdown, and you you feel like the blood boiling because hmm. the baby's crying, yes. the toddler's having a meltdown, and you're like, please don't snap, please don't snap, keep my peace, yep. right? So I think like it's that like okay, Jesus. It's still in him, no matter what the chaos is, no matter how busy your feet and your hands are outside. It's this constant call and pull for us to be Mary and Martha, sitting at his feet while we're serving, right? Yeah,
0: I yes, I amen to everything you said, Suzanne. I completely, completely agree. And that word of being, you know, Martha was distracted with much serving, being distracted. And so I agree. It's like we take our eyes off Jesus and we're mm. distracted and we start looking at other things around at, I don't know, whatever you're looking at, <laughs> what are the idols in your life, right? Mm-hmm. And so I feel like, I agree. I feel like that's what he's getting out here. He's getting at this, like you said, disordered heart. And it, it's kind of a call for each of us, I feel like, to have this sort of heart check moment. Like, where is my heart and mm. where am I looking, right? Like, exactly. am I looking at Jesus? Yeah, I'm busy. I can't actually sit all day. <laughs> like, I can't sit in prayer even if I want to. I feel the same. I had a season of my life where I wanted to be a nun. And and just mm. thinking about sitting with Jesus all day, like getting to have that um, pleasure of just mm. being with him for so many hours a day. Like that's just incredible, and there are times where I, I long for that, right? But that's not the life he called me to. You're right. So if, um, if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably a mom, and so he's called you to the voc- vocation, this duty and vocation of wifehood and motherhood, and mm. so and this is a joy and a pleasure, and he called you to it because he knows this is what's going to make you holy, if mm. you let him, <laughs> you know, Amen. let him. Let him let you make, like, let him make you holy through this. Like, allow it, right? So, instead of white knuckling, we can, like you always say in your podcast, still our soul. We can get quiet, get still with God, Mm. see him in the mess, see him in the dishes, see him in the laundry. And it's so easy to say that, but it's really hard to do. So, I just kind of want to leave the moms with like a little tidbit at the end where just a little practical application, maybe in your life or something you're sort of working through, like Mm. just a way this can be played out, like be lived out on a daily basis in our actual lives. Like what would you offer the the Um, lovely moms listening?
1: it's funny, as we were speaking, I was thinking about something I had put into practice at one point, and I haven't done it in a while, and I think it's about time I do it again, (laughs) to be honest. um where I literally would envision Christ in the room with me frequently. Um, I love that. Because because I think there have been many a times, and we all know it, we're imperfect, we're frail, we're sinful humans – And we mamas are trying day in and day out, but you know, you start your day of, I'm not going to, I'm not going to lose my temper today, or I'm going to be super (laughs) gentle. And then you're like halfway through the day and you're like, oh my gosh, I already lost my temper or whatever. And when I was going through this practice of envisioning Christ in the room, it was really powerful because, and I've been blessed where I, I have been so blessed to really, um, feel profoundly the merciful heart of God. So when I say envision him in the room, I'm not saying this so that you feel ashamed of your choices and your behavior or your failures. I'm saying it so that it helps you remember and call you towards your eyes fixed on him while you're doing all the things. And even when you mess up, he's there. And he's like, I always envision him kissing my forehead. And he's like, oh, Suzanne, it's okay. Let's try again. Right, because God's not a god of shame. And it really helps in that, in that way of keeping my heart connected to him to even just envision him in the room. And there's just one Bible verse I would love to just say to that plays just into this whole Martha and Mary thing, which is uh, one Samuel 16, one through um, or I forget which which it's either one or two, I forget which one it is, but it says the Lord does not see as mortals see. They look on mm-hmm. the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. So, no matter what it is that we're doing on a day to day basis, there can be two. You can have one day where you're doing the dishes and you're doing the laundry and you're changing the diapers and you're doing it disgruntled and you're frustrated. What you get accomplished that day is going to look identical to what you might do the next day where you're folding the laundry and you're wiping the, the you're changing the diapers and you're washing the dishes, but you're doing it with a heart affixed on Christ. You're doing it with a heart, a servant heart that wants to glorify him through all of your actions, pouring out your love onto these children who he's asked you to be part of the tool used to call them back to him. And when you do it with a heart fixed on him, the peace that overcomes our, ourselves is, is that unearthly peace that Uh, St. Paul talks about, that doesn't make sense. I'm literally doing the same thing I did the day before where I was losing my mind frustrated. But today with my eyes fixed on Christ, knowing he's in that room with me, um, there's a way in which you can accomplish the same task that he has laid out for us to do and feel an immense amount of joy simply because of a heart position that's shifted as Mary had done in that opening Bible verse we were talking about.
0: Yes, I love that. That's such a good verse. I, I believe it is First Samuel chapter 16.
1: Okay. And
0: you're right, because that is referring to when David is anointed as king. Mm-hmm. And, and God is saying, yeah, I, I'm not looking at the outward appearance. I'm looking at the heart. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's just such a good reminder. And I love that you called out the mercy of God, because mm. I think all of us moms need that, right? We show mercy to our children and yet, you know, we don't think God shows us mercy. Amen. And how could we, how could that be? How could that be? Right. So mm. let's all try really hard today to accept God's mercy, embrace Jesus's love, like allow him to kiss us on the forehead. Like you said, mm. allow him to come close to us and, and give us this gift of his mercy. It is a gift, you know, we it don't deserve it, but yeah. he gives it to, us. you know, we can believe that mm. we can trust in that we can know that, you know, we can be still and know that he is God and part of his, his character, his nature is mercy so i would just offer that to all the moms listening and i know i need that too i get in that shame space too often way too Mm -hmm. often and you know tell myself things that that god would never say so yeah let's let's do that practice all this week everybody i'm i'm gonna do it i really am literally envision jesus in the room and embrace his mercy i feel Mm. like if we can all do that this week we're gonna have such a better week Right. No matter what the circumstances are, the circumstances won't change, but our heart will. So, uh, so beautiful, Suzanne. I am so grateful. So grateful to have you here. Could you close us in a prayer?
1: I would love to. In the name of the father and the son and the Holy spirit. Amen. Lord, I praise you. I praise you for the gift of your tender heart. I praise you for always being there ready for us to be have our eyes fixed upon you our hearts set upon you and our ears open to hearing all that it is you want to pour out upon us I ask that you bless all the lovely ladies here who are listening bless their hearts allow them to grow in confidence in your goodness and how much you treasure each and every one of them individually and uniquely let them know that there is no there is no distance they can create nothing they can do to, to, to push you away. There's nothing that can separate them from your unceasing love. So that when we mamas mess up, and we know we do, that we can allow ourselves to receive you, your tender touch, your tender kiss, and be reminded that we are first and foremost your beloved daughters. And so that out of that may overflow And that we may be able to continue to be a catalyst to bringing our children to come to know you. I ask Mama Mary and your most perfect mama heart to um, intercede for all of us, us women here, who are trying so hard to love your son. And when we get distracted, help be that thing that is praying for us to call our hearts back to him. I ask all of this in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Amen. In the name
1: of the Father and Holy Spirit. Amen.
0: Amen. Thanks for listening to Mom's podcast. Thanks for listening to Mom's podcast. Thanks for listening today, friend. I am so grateful to have you here as part of the 500 Seconds to Joy community. And if you love what you heard here, please share it with a friend. Let's build up the body of Christ and spread joy and love to more Christian families just like you. Until next time, I am so grateful to have you here. And I am praying for you and your family. Bye for now. Bye for now. Bye for now.